0: Welcome to the Locked On Steelers Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Friday, August 14th, and today we're bringing back Fantasy Draft Friday. And to do that with me, that's right, we got our guys Hunter Holmestek and Tony Serino to play the game. But before we do, we're going to have a fun conversation. It's Friday. We're going to have a light one. And it's going to be about the bizarre situation of why someone sent Pac-Man Jones signed Joe Hayden jerseys, and the hilarity that was that Pac-Man Jones lit them on fire. It'll be a fun conversation to start off the show, but then... We get into debating with Fantasy Draft Friday because it's time to pick our all-time NFL defensive core. That means we get to pick any NFL defensive player in the history of the league. It'll be a fun debate. You, the listeners, get to decide who did the best in Fantasy Draft Friday by picking who won, me, Tony, or Hunter. That means go to the Locked On Steelers Facebook group by searching Locked On Steelers on Facebook. Ask to join the group, add yourself. The poll will be up from 9 a.m. Friday to 7 p.m. Sunday, all times Eastern. Make sure that you get in the fun with Fantasy Draft Friday and vote for who you think won. As always, this show is sponsored by Built Bar. Built Bar is the special special protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. Let's get into it. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. This is your host, Chris Carter. It's Friday, y'all. We made it to the end of the week. And guess what? Monday, the pads go on. It's real. Practice is serious again. So much hype to have. So we'll get you through the end of this week. And I say we because I'm joined by the boys. We got the band back together. We got Tony Serino and Hunter Homestek on the line here, here for a great Friday show. Let's start off, everyone. Welcome back, Hunter. It's been a minute since he's been on.
1: Has been a minute, man. It feels good. It feels right being here with you, listening to you get hyped about Steelers football. All is right in the world, Carter, when I can sit back and enjoy some Steelers talk with you, too. So thanks for having me, man.
0: Thanks, as always. And, of course, returning, my man, Tony Serino. Tony, how you been since Tuesday? Well, since Tuesday, I have a new brand, Chris. I guess I'm a pressures guy now.
2: I don't know if, uh, if anybody watched the show on Monday night, but I did an AFC North talk where we were talking about the best uh, edge rushers and defensive linemen in the uh, in the division, and I brought up I can bring up pressure numbers as a as a way to judge pass rushers, and uh, I guess it's my brand now, Chris. I'm a pressures over sacks guy at this point.
0: <laughs> I, I, I saw you going at it. For those who don't know, Tony does this AFC North talk uh, show on YouTube. That it's live on on Monday evenings and uh, I posted the link so that y'all could get in the comments section. They'd be berating Tony. Like, he's like, no, (laughs) DJ Watt is a good player. (laughs) He's stupid. That was great. There was so much.
2: Yeah, that was a fun, that was a fun one. Uh, But you know, in the end, uh, the Steelers were, were ranked the best defensive line and best edge rushers in the division. So uh, came out on top Steeler fans and we have secondary. Coming up, this track, Chris. I, I might need your help after today's podcast. Help me make a case that the Steelers' secondary in its current iteration is better than the Ravens' secondary. I'm
0: having a tr- I'm having trouble. I'm having trouble. Having trouble. We we, we we can work on that. We can work on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but fellas, let's. Uh, we're gonna do a fun topic today because I've been serious all week. I've been covering all the main points. Let's talk about the craziest thing out there, and that's this bizarre situation. Where the former Bengals cornerback Pac-Man Jones somehow received a box of Joe Hayden signed Joe Hayden Steelers jerseys. And he filmed himself as he lit them on fire, almost lit himself on fire in the process, <laughs> in his driveway. Uh, Nobody yeah. understands why they were there, how they got there, what what is this? Who's trolling him? People, you know, Ramon Foster was like, I don't think Joe would do that. Because Joe's not that petty, but I know some people who are. He said he thinks Heath Miller might have done it, but why would Heath Miller do that of all people? (laughs) If it's Heath, (laughs) I need it to be Heath
1: Miller now. I really need that to be Heath Miller that did it. This is a beautiful story, man. It's absolutely gorgeous. I went on Twitter right away just voicing my love for Pac-Man Jones, and people got it all twisted. They think I'm out here wearing a Pac-Man Jones jersey or something like that. It's not really like that. Now, I did go to WVU, full disclaimer, so obviously – There was some Pac-Man Jones love back in the day. But here's the thing. Life is just better with Pac-Man Jones in it, period. He is a character. He is hard to believe that that's a real human being. But yet, here he is, and he's the gift that keeps on giving. Even when he's not in the league anymore, he's still giving. So here's the thing. A normal player retires. He's out of the league. He gets a box of signed jerseys, whatever. Maybe he just throws them away. Not Pac-Man Jones. He gets out the <laughs> he gets out the lighter fluid, lights them on fire, and films it all while ranting about it incoherently. So Pac-Man Jones is an amazing human being in the worst way, and I love it. <laughs>
2: it's it, it, is, it is just the cre- yeah, it's just the craziest story. And I, I swear I was I'm watching this play out, right? And it's like there's Hayden jerseys that show up at Pac-Man, and I'm trying to put the pieces together, right? Because of course Pac-Man's saying Hayden send it to him. And I'm just like, why Why would Hayden do that? Why Pac-Man of all, of all the people you're going to troll with this kind of thing? And I don't even know, is it even a troll? Like, I don't its there's like layers to this that I can't even comprehend. Um, yeah, it was, uh, the only thing I could think of is like, you know, this would be like as random as if, and I was trying to think of another like analogy here, like if James Conner sent signed jerseys to like Lendale White, you know, like, I just don't know, it doesn't make any sense why Hayden on today's team would send jerseys to a player from you know not, i mean not a generation removed but I mean, we're talking about you know before hayden's time uh yeah this is chris this is just a, a really strange one
0: I, I agree this is insane i've never i've never heard of anything like this uh, hunter I, I got a question for you because you're the pack, you're the Pac-Man expert <laughs> hit me okay how many jerseys did you think were in the box was it 13 or nine Oh, oh, this guy. This guy. Look at that. My, my Pitt pit West Virginia joke it.
2: Huh? <laughs> he worked it in there.
1: At first, I, I was thinking all oh, seriously, too. I was like, oh, it did look kind of fool. Maybe it's 13. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there.
2: <laughs> I, was the, Hunter, I was the opposite. I was like, man, they fit 13 jerseys in that box? <laughs> That's a <laughs> lot. <laughs> for,
0: for those who, who are not aware of the Pitt West Virginia rivalry, Pitt West Virginia have had the backyard brawl. Uh, it hasn't played in a while, but... Uh, it used to be like one of the biggest rivalries in college, fo- in college sports, I mean, f- football or basketball. Um, and there was one year where West Virginia was undefeated. They had Steve Slayton. They were they were like the, the the best team in the country. And all they had to do was beat Pitt, who had like two wins on the season um, at Heinz Field. And they would go on to the national championship game and Pitt won in the most bizarre fashion with a final score of 13 to nine. So if you ever hear me make that joke, I usually do it here with Hunter, Wesley Euler, or Adam Crowley, because they all went to West Virginia. And uh, it's just it's just, it's just just my running joke with them. So if you ever get a chance, make 13 nine jokes at Hunter. It's great.
1: Yeah, please do. Please do. I love it. <laughs> There's nothing I want more than that, guys. Please just flood my Twitter with 13 nine jokes.
0: <laughs> um, anyways, but guys, this, back to this Pac-Man joke. This is insane. I mean, okay, let, let, let's take a poll. Who do you think actually did it?
2: Right. This is, yeah, I, I, this, is a good, this is a good question because, okay, who would send, now again, who would do exactly this, right, which is that you have to send signed Joe Hayden jerseys to Pac-Man. And I don't understand, is there any history? Is there something I'm missing here, right? Did Hayden and Pac-Man at any point have any beef whatsoever that I don't know about? Because that's, I mean, that's the part of me that stumps that stumps me on the whole thing. Hayden didn't even play for the Steelers when, they, when Pac-Man was playing them. Well, he did play for the Browns, right? So I, I suppose that
0: there's maybe something that goes back to those days. I mean, maybe, but but still, then it's like like, but why? Like they never faced off against each other. It'd be right. different if like if Juju sent jerseys, or if even if Antonio Brown sent jerseys. Um, but but another cornerback, and yeah, like Joe Hayden didn't just sign some crazy contract to make fun of him. I I, I don't know. I
1: don't know. <laughs> That's the beauty of it to me though is that Pac-Man still flew off the handle even though there was no reason to be upset about Joe Hayden like there's no history there you guys didn't play like you said it wasn't Juju it wasn't like a receiver that maybe clowned you in the past it was just Joe Hayden like why are you going to get so up in arms about that but that's just Pac-Man you just can't help what it if, that's just his What if
2: like, default. What if Pac-Man's neighbor is just like a big hate like a, a family full of Hayden fans and, like, the, you know, the, the FedEx driver just delivered it to the wrong address, and he burnt them all. Like, that's, oh, that's, oh, that's oh, the, that's that's the end of the story. That's a
0: thought. <laughs> I saw that theory, and that would be hilarious. That would also be, like, like like definitely a, a civil lawsuit. Um,
2: <laughs> I love that Hayden uh, actually had to come out. Hayden and his agent both had to come out and deny yeah. this as if there was any question, right? Oh, well, maybe he really did do it unless he unless – we got to read this denial to see if – you you know how how truthful it is like this is crazy not
1: not to mention like in your theory there tony if if you are the neighbors you're not going to go confront pac-man after he did that <laughs> <laughs> like like you're just you're just <laughs> like, eating the at that point yeah yeah you're like, well, so that, cost oh, that's good going on. i'm not yep. i'm not knocking on his door you go do it chuck <laughs> yeah
0: uh, yeah that that is it's got to be insane so okay ramon foster joked that it could have been heath miller and mm-hmm. That that would be that's, the greatest thing ever if Heath Miller is just out here living his best life, hasn't made a peep since he's retired, but here I go just pranking Adam Adam Jones for, for just for no, no apparent reason. Yeah. The
2: other one you guys brought up before the show is Joey Porter, which I think is yeah. absolutely perfect as well. That that one makes a lot, a lot of sense to me. But again, if it's Joey Porter, why is Joey Porter sending Joe Hayden jerseys, right? Like that's that's the one right. thing I just can't I can't put the connection together in my mind. Just to
1: totally throw him off the trail. Yeah. I don't know. The other one that oh, I thought everyone of, off the
2: trail.
1: I don't know why. I could see like Le'Veon Bell doing this one night. Just just getting high and rapping and being like, you know what would be hilarious? Let me just randomly involve Joe Hayden in Pac-Man Jones's life and do
0: this. Well, <laughs> you, know, but you know, you
2: know who Le'Veon would have sent it to Drake Kirkpatrick because yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Oh my god. Ugh, I mean, just, yeah. just keep stiff on. But but uh, but see, here's the other thing. If someone did this intentionally, you send it to Drake Kirkpatrick it probably never gets out that it happened. You said it to yeah. Adam Pacman Jones. He's lighting it on fire. I mean, they might even be disappointed that he only lit it on fire, that maybe he didn't strap each one to a firework and then send <laughs> them flying into the sky to explode in midair. Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. I'm anyway. just glad it happened. Yeah, 2020, glad...
0: 2020 is redeemed. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. That, that, that's exactly what we're going with here. Uh, <laughs> but the, the the truth is that I think it could have been anybody out here and the world will never know. Um, but whoever,
2: uh, what, whoever, if you're listening to this podcast, whoever you are, you are a genius. I mean, this was an unbelievable stunt. The fact that it went this far, that he burned the jerseys, that Hayden had to come out, that Drew, Drew Rosenhaus, the agent had to come out and deny this thing. I mean, it's incredible. Bravo to whoever pulled this off.
0: Yeah, I, gonna I, make I, gonna make a hell of a thirty for thirty someday. I, I think I think it is, and you're you're right, Tony. That person is a genius because who knew it could have been like this? But you know who else is a genius, guys? It's the creators of our great sponsor, Built Bar. Built Bar is the is the candy bar. It's the, it's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's it's covered in chocolate, packs plenty of protein, light in calories. It goes from anywhere from 110 to 130 calories, and they pack away 16 different flavors. You can get double chocolate, chocolate caramel, chocolate peanut butter. You can get chocolate orange, chocolate mint. You can get you can get strawberry flavors, raspberry flavor. They have all these different flavors just for you, and it's the perfect way. To be able to get a snack in the middle of the day if you need something to get through and you don't want to get something that's completely unhealthy, or if you're post workout and you need to re- replenish your energy, go get a Built Bar. It'll taste great and fill you right back up. Go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKED ON. That's L O C K E D O N, LOCKED ON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. We'll be right back talking Fantasy Draft Friday right after this. All right, we're back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm Chris Carter here with Tony Sereno and Hunter Homestead. And it's time for your favorite segment, the Fantasy Draft Friday. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we are into the home stretch. The season begins in about a month now, um, and there's a lot of reasons to be excited. But going through training camp, we'll keep it up a little bit. Um, but, uh, you know, we're these we're getting down to the nitty-gritty, so we're going to start getting down to the even tougher topics and that are going to expand outside of the team. This week's topic is... All we are our goal is to build our all-time defensive core, including the entire NFL. So each of us are gonna get five rounds. We're gonna we're gonna pick through any player in defensive history in the history of the NFL. And these are the players that we're going to build our D de- our all-time defense around. These are the core players that we have. So um so you know, and again, you the listeners determine who wins this by going into the Facebook group. The, the lock the go to go go on Facebook search locked on Steelers ask to join the group you can you can then vote the poll will be up from 9 a.m. Friday to 7 p.m. Sunday in doing that you're gonna put you're gonna make your voice heard of who picked the best defensive core now fellas it's interesting because this is the first time that we've really had a chance to mix Steelers picks and non Steelers picks mm-hmm. and that's where yeah. it's gonna get get nitty gritty because. Uh, can the fa- Will the fans be like, you know what? Yeah, so what is Lawrence Taylor? You picked James Harrison. I love you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
2: where it is going to get interesting, Chris, because uh, if, if you are on this podcast and you read uh, Chris's text message incorrectly uh, and thought that this was the best defensive core of Steelers, your list would only be made up of Steelers right now, and you'd be panicking trying to uh, reassess your list. <laughs> Luckily, uh, uh, no, that is me actually right now. So uh, thank, thank goodness <laughs> I picked third. I told you all-time NFL, NFL. I am looking at the text message right now and realizing that I I stopped. My my eyes stopped after you said best five-player defensive core and I just went, okay, got it. And then these next three words are very important, all-time NFL. But I, just <laughs> read, them, uh, I read them as you said it on the podcast. So – don't be surprised if there's a lot of Steelers on my list, fans, because that's what I came prepared for. <laughs> hey,
1: hey, at least it's not at least it's not like a Lions or a Browns podcast. Like you could make five
2: Steelers. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm pretty happy. Listen, I'm pretty happy with the list as it is so far. I, I, may, I may make some adjustments here and there, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be
0: heavy Steelers. Another game <laughs> for another day. Can you even name five defensive players for the Lions? Like current like Dick, Le- Dick LeBeau the LeBeau
2: okay. was a Lion, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yes. I'm done
2: right uh, there. I'm out. Darius Slay. Darius Slay,
0: yes. <laughs> and Indomitian Sue.
2: Indominus Sioux, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, that's a good one. There's that's that really not. bad linebacker, Gerard Reed. Gerard Reed, very bad, but he's, uh, he's, a, he's a player.
0: You just uh, knew it because he's there. Because
2: <laughs> he's, he's bad, yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot oh of gifs on, on Twitter. Analytics Twitter hates him a lot. So sort does of film Twitter. I mean, there are really not a lot of people like him. All right, anyway. <laughs> anyway,
0: let's get to the game um fantasy draft friday um as always if you get the first pick in the first round you'll get the last pick in the next round if you get the so uh, our order for the for this show is Hunter gets the first pick, I get the second, Tony gets the third, which means Tony will also get the first pick of the second round because we're doing snake order. So, Hunter, you get to pick who you think is the greatest defensive player in the history of Ooh. the NFL.
1: boy. I mean, He's not just the best defensive player, he's the best player in <gasps> NFL history, period, on either side of the ball. It's Lawrence Taylor. Let's let's not make it theatrics here. He's the best.
2: What? Wow. Shock. Shocker.
0: Shocker. <laughs> my my goodness. Hunter, you disrespect the actual greatest defensive player in the history of the NFL. Again, Tony. What's my common argument? Uh, Super Bowls. Exactly. Super Bowls. How many Super Bowl rings does Lawrence Taylor have? Oh, Uh, unreal.
1: This is an unreal
2: argument for this. (laughs) Two, three, two, three.
0: Who has double the amount and was (laughs) the center of the greatest defense of all time? I'm going mean, Joe Green. How can you yourself be a self-respecting Pittsburgh guy? and skip over Joe Green to pick Lawrence Taylor. I don't know Who, how you how you,
1: whoever, whoever said I was self-respecting first of <laughs> all, Carter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, okay. Well, I mean Joe Green, Hunter has Lawrence Taylor, Tony, you get the next two picks. All right.
2: Uh, I don't actually hate where I'm going here. So I don't have to go off my board to do it. Uh, all right. So when you're building it, for me what I what I what I was doing here was I was trying to build a modern defense to stop today's offenses. Um, so you got to start, got to start in the secondary, right? I mean, if you look at the Steeler defense and the, 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 you know, how good they got overnight, it was because of, you know, the, the additions of guys like Steven Nelson and Megan Fitzpatrick. So I'm going to add a, a Steven Nelson and Megan Fitzpatrick of my own. I'm going to keep it in Pittsburgh. I'm going to go with Troy Polamalu, a guy, look, I could go defensive line, right? I could go edge rusher, but when you're an offense, you can double team mm-hmm. those guys, right? You can, you can, there are ways you can try to uh, minimize their impact. With Troy Polamalu, wherever he is, you just can't go there, right? You just can't go to his side of the field. And then I'm going to get Mel Blunt, okay? And wherever he is, you pretty much don't want to go to his side either. Uh, Mel Blunt, again, changed the game. Uh, so I'm going to go Polamalu, Mel Blunt, back-to-back.
0: Strong. Strong. Well, there have, so far, there have been four picks, three are Steelers, and the one person they didn't pick a Steeler is Hunter. Good job. Um, <laughs> and... On brand. I'm going to continue with this run. I'm gonna take Rod Woodson because, uh, wow, I'm go, I'm go, I'm gonna Rod, Rod was a bad man. He's up there in all time interceptions, all time interceptions returns for touchdowns. Uh, he could, he could be so deadly for you as a safety or a cornerback. But I'm building I'm building my team around around him. I think he's one of those ultra athletes that you gotta include. Mm, this yeah, That's a good pick. Nice. That's
1: However, you guys left me the best defensive back in NFL history, so that's cool. I'll just – I'll take a cool Ronnie Lott right here. Okay. 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 Not bad. And then I'm going to back it up. (laughs) I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm going to the D-line this time, who I think is the best defensive lineman. Him and Mean Joe can have it out for sure in the debate in my mind, but Reggie White.
0: Oh, yep. Minister of Defense. All right, all right, you good can put that.
2: Good pick, good pick.
0: <clears throat> right now, uh, I just want to point out: hunters picked only guys that appear in Tecmo Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> he might go. Um, uh, oh, I'm going to blank on his name now. Bo Jackson. He's going to go Bo Jackson at some point. Dude, that he would be, be amazing. He, he could have played defense. He could play defense easily.
0: All right, so I've got mejo and Rod. So I've got my my I got my, my the center of my D line all, all stacked up. Reggie White was on my list of guys. But like Tony said, if we're, if we're gearing up for today's, today's NFL, I'm going to double down on the secondary. I'm going to get the other all-time great cornerback. I'm going to get Deion Sanders. Give me some prime time. Now okay. you're not throwing nowhere. I got Rod on one side and Deion on the other. No one is getting open. Thank you.
2: I like that. I like that. All right. The question is, am I going off my list for this pick? I think I am going to go off my list. So what I need here is I need interior defensive line. Definitely need that. It's important. Uh, shortest, shortest route to the quarterback is from your interior defensive lineman to the quarterback. Um, all right. This is going to be like a, like a, you know, a today pick, right? I get, I get accused of this all the time. of only picking modern players. I, I, I will defend this one. First of all, he is a Pittsburgh kid. And second of all, uh, he will go down as one of the greatest interior defensive linemen of all time when his career is done. Even if he retired tomorrow, he would still go down as one of the greatest defensive and in, uh, interior defensive linemen to play the game. I'm gonna go Aaron Donald uh, okay. first, um, and then I need an edge rusher, and I I have a list of edge rushers. I don't have a list of all-time edge rushers, all right. uh, and I really and I really like James Harrison a lot. So you know what? We're just gonna we're just gonna do. It. We're gonna pick James Harrison because you know Whoa. what?
0: Uh, <laughs> James James Harrison.
2: Yeah, James Harrison led. Uh, you know, the Steelers, one of the, the 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 team that's known as Blitzburg. He leads the Steelers in sacks. Uh, I'll defend it in that way. <laughs>
1: wow, <sighs> Tony. One, once every time I'm on this with Tony, he's good for one of those picks every week. That just mm-hmm. and, and then you still beat me in the votes, and I don't understand. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, geez, I'm sorry. I'm I'm still taken aback by that. He went, he, he went that route.
2: No I mean,
0: Jim it's not a terrible pick. it's not a terrible pick. well, i'm gonna well if i'm gonna add to my ability to pressure the quarterback here in the fourth round, I have two more picks here i've gotta i've gotta boost uh, i've gotta boost my i've gotta boost this up a bit yeah or ooh do but i do i go here? No, I need to, I, I got my guy in the middle. I need to get, I need to help behind him. I'm going to select. Jack Lambert, I'm doing it.
1: Oh, Carter. Dang, Jack man. Lambert? I yes. Was sitting, okay. I thought for
0: sure, I thought okay. for sure Lambert was going to fall to me. Oh, I, I had, I I, <sighs> I, I I was feeling different ways. But I I had to get – I need someone to command the the middle of my defense. And I I, got to do it. I thought about Ray Lewis, but nah.
1: Well, I'll take Ray Lewis then.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I like that.
1: And you can't (sighs) – oh, man. The the options right now are ridiculous. Yep. But total – curveball, Tony Sereno style. I'm taking Dick LeBeau as the coordinator, not the player. You can't
2: have a core
1: without player a coach. coach.
2: You could go player coach. <laughs> player coach. Go player coach. I player like coach. that move.
1: Get him out there at corner and conducting the defense. Dick LeBeau has to be involved in an all-time great defense. For me, sure, there may have been better defensive coordinators, but none that pulls at the heartstrings like Dick LeBeau. He's just the man. He's the guy for the job.
0: One of you guys had to make this weird. All right, <laughs> that's fine. You can do that. That's all. That's all well and dandy. All right, do I go edge rusher here? No, I need a lurker. I got my. I got my linebacker set up. I got my. My defensive line's fine. I, I just build around Joe Green. Everyone's gonna. Everyone's gonna flock to Joe Green, and the rest of my guys are gonna get open. I've got two two elite all-time cornerbacks. Locking down on the outside. Now I need the guy that's going to prowl the middle of the field and take everything away. And since Polamalu's gone, and since Ronnie Lott's gone, sorry, Steelers fans, I got to do it. I got to get Ed Reed. I got to get oh, Ed Oh, no. Reed. No, because... no,
2: no, no, no. Do it again. No, pick again. No, <laughs> it again. The text <laughs> That's the part of the text message I did read. Ed Reed is banned from this list. No, I won't allow it. <laughs> because,
0: yeah. because I know I can't let Tony have Troy and Ed. That would not be that would not be a good good piece. So, Ed, so Ed, Ed refills out. I mean, my secondary is going to kill everyone. But uh, but yeah, so Tony, you have the final pick of the draft. Who you got? Yeah, so uh, I have a theme here, right? Which is all of my guys tie back to Pittsburgh.
2: And I didn't just go all Steelers because I did pick Aaron Donald. Um, the question is, I need another corner, right? I mean, you're, looking, you're talking about building a modern defense. You really do need two cornerbacks to make that happen. I have Mel Blunt. I also have Troy Palomalo. I'm happy with that. Uh, so, you know, obviously I'm not going to go Ike Taylor here, uh, with my second corner. They're out there. Do it. Yeah. No, I mean, there are better corners that I could take. Uh, but then there is another Steeler out there who could fit in the middle of a, of a defense. He played in the seventies, but I think in a modern time, you, you know, he has all the, the attributes you're looking for is kind of that, you know, that, that coverage linebacker that you want. Um, do I go all Steelers? Trying to trying to think of what all right, yeah, you know what? We're gonna do it because I, I can I can defend this in the next segment. Jack Ham. <laughs> Jack Ham is my last pick.
0: Uh,
2: yeah. So I don't have two corners, but I do what I do have is a team full of Steelers.
0: And Aaron Donald. And Aaron Donald, yes. Wow. All right. So before we get to the next segment, the, the picks have been locked in. In the third segment, we will defend our picks and attack each other's to get your view, votes, listeners. But Hunter's team is Lawrence Taylor, Ronnie Lott, Reggie White, Ray Lewis, and Dick LeBeau. Nah. I pick Mean Joe Green, Rod Woodson, Deion Sanders, Jack Lambert, and Ed Reed. Tony picked Troy Pulamalu, Mel Blunt, Aaron Donald, J- James Harrison, and Jack Ham. We'll be right back. After, after these messages to debate. All right, we're back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Tony Cerrito and Hunter Homestack. We just made our draft picks for Fantasy Draft Friday, picking our own all-time NFL defensive cores. We got to pick five players each. Um, and in order, Hunter had Lawrence Taylor, Ronnie Lott, Reggie White, Ray Lewis, and Dick LeBeau. I had Mean Joe Green, J- Rod Woodson, Deion Sanders, Jack Lambert, and Ed Reed. Tony Serino had Troy Polamalu, Mel Blunt, Aaron Donald, James Harrison, and Jack Ham. Hunter, since you picked first, you're gonna you're gonna, you get you get the first word on this. Why is your list of why, why is your defensive core better than ours, and uh, why do ours suck?
1: For sure. Um. Well, you you said it all there. Yours suck. So that that's point number one. Point number two is that <laughs> I have legitimately at each level D line linebacker, outside linebacker, edge rusher, middle linebacker, secondary. I have somebody who could reasonably be considered the best at that position of all time. Lawrence Taylor, definitely the best edge rusher of all time. I don't I don't think anybody is going to dispute that throughout history. And as we said, when it all started, the best defensive player period of all time completely changed the way that offenses would have to plan for that guy. You talk about as much as a guy like Paul Amalu or Ed Reed or like that, you got to know where, where they are. That's fine. The quarterback can't throw in that direction. The quarterback is scared for his life whenever they're planning for Lawrence Taylor. That's a totally different dimension that he brought. Now, if for some reason you are able to wipe Lawrence Taylor out of the equation, you've got Reggie White also rushing the passer. No slouch. Maybe the best defensive lineman of all time. Certainly you can debate it, but absolutely top three without a debate. So we're talking just pure excellence getting after the quarterback. Now, let's say, okay, we're not going to deal with this. We're just going to hand the ball off. Good job. You just ran right into Ray Lewis or Ronnie Lott coming up from the safety position and just wrecking everything. And Ronnie Lott also, just for the record, fabulous cornerback as well. Literally played free safety, cornerback, strong safety anywhere in the secondary. The dude was excellent. Best defensive back of all time. Second place, Carter. You have the second best defensive back of all time, Rod Woodson, in my opinion. My opinion. But very similar skill sets in that they could do literally anything. But Ronnie Lott brought the lumber a little more, little more fearsome i going to call, cap it off with Dick LeBeau. Say you see my team and you say, Hunter, you don't have a corner. Well, okay, Dick LeBeau, the player. Hall of Famer, interception machine. He was a fantastic cornerback, but the way I want to use him is as the coordinator here. Take those other four Hall of Famers, optimize their talents. It's over. My team's the best.
0: Okay, well, yeah, Hunter did a, uh, I'd say, a meager job explaining his team. Wow. Um, But, Tony, do you think you could do better with your team?
2: Well, Chris, you know, some people might take a look at my list and say, wow, Tony, you really weren't prepared this week to pick an all-time defense. And what I would say to that is (laughs) you're absolutely right. But but what I will also say is I picked a team on Locked On Steelers full of Pittsburgh guys. Okay, I kept it local. Yeah, that's what I prepared for. But that's what we got. And and to James Her- to the point of James Harrison, right? I will use a very Chris Carter uh, take on on James Harrison because I could have picked I could have picked Bruce Smith, Bruce Smith, the all time leading sack leader, uh, could have fit on this defense. I could have picked even Kevin Green. I could have picked Julius Peppers, right? These are these are the the top five guys who did not get picked. You know how many Super Bowl rings those guys have, Chris?
0: No, <laughs> <laughs>
2: James Harrison? All right, Carter. so I'm going Super Bowl rings, clutch James Harrison. By the way, James Harrison single-handedly won that Super Bowl with his pick six, a, you know, the, the biggest play in Super Bowl history to this day. Uh, and then, you know, look, I, look I, I get, look, we got Rod Woodson, okay, we got Deion Sanders, okay, we we have some good cornerbacks. Uh, everyone keeps talking about how no no one on this podcast talks about how good Mel Blount was, and I have to say this again. I said this every time I take him, but I'll say it again. They changed the rules of the sport because of how good Mel Blunt was at the position. Okay, they changed the rules of the sport. No other player on this list they can say that about. Uh, and so I'm very happy with my list. Sure it's not a very diverse list on an all-timer, but that's what we got. <laughs>
0: that's what we got. That that that's his that's his argument. That's what we got.
2: Oh, well, one other um, thing. No, I yeah. one, one other point. One other <laughs> point I want to make here, okay? If you vote for Chris this week, it is a vote for Ed Reed over Troy Polamalu, And I can't stress <laughs> that enough. But if you vote for Chris, you are voting for Ed Reed over, the, over Troy Polamalu. Don't let it happen. Don't let it happen.
0: No, you're not doing that because you'd be acknowledging that if you vote for me, you'd, ha- you'd be validating that, one, mean Joe Green is the greatest defensive player of all time. And two, you'd remind everyone that in a draft of all-time defensive players, Polamalu went in the first round while Ed Reed went in the fifth. So that would just be further testimony to the great talent that is Troy Polamalu. But I'll explain my list. So I, I for sure thought Hunter was taking Mean Joe Green. I was thinking Lawrence Taylor for my first pick. I was going back and forth. But when he took Lawrence Taylor and Lawrence Taylor, great edge rusher, one of the, the greatest edge rusher of all time. But I want a guy that commands the middle of, of, of the defense, the guy that's going to set everything up, the guy that set up the greatest defensive dynasty and the greatest dynasty in all of sports the 70 Steelers, four Super Bowls, six years. It's never been repeated. He, 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 the, the steel curtain was all around him, and Elsie Greenwood, great. Ernie Holmes, terrifying. Dwight White, great. But it all started because of me, Joe. The man came in and was just truly unstoppable in the middle of the defense. And you got it all starts right there. And then around that, you can build. My next two picks were the cornerbacks. Because now I've got the middle of the field locked down. Now I got the outsides locked down. You're not faster. You got no one that's beating Rod Woodson in a foot race. You got no one that's getting past Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders used to give Jerry Rice problems. So if you make your all time offense and I got you got Jerry Rice, I got I got Deion Sanders to take care of him. Oh, you got Randy Moss? Guess what? Rob Woods is taking care of him. All around. And then I can, if I want if I got another cornerback, I'm gonna drop that rod back to be safety. So come on, bring it. I got I got the secondary. And then I got the linebacker, Jack Lambert. One of the most intimidating figures in the history of the NFL. They still show, show his, his his ruthless, toothless pictures. He's going, he's going to be sk- scaring people over the middle. So now, if you do get past mean Joe Green and his defensive line, Jack Lambert's coming up and hitting you hard. And he's hitting you harder than Ray Lewis hit you. He's that guy. Again, four Super Bowl rings, Ray, two. And then behind all of them, we have Ed Reed. And this is why, I picked, this is why I picked Ed Reed. Because Ed needs to play center field. He's not the slot guy. He's not the linebacker. Troy can be everywhere. Troy is the X factor. That's great for Tony because Tony only has one other guy in his secondary that he picked. I've got two, and this is why I strategically set this team up this way. I have the defensive line. I have the linebacker. So Ed Reed doesn't have to come up and help against the run because we got two of the best run stuffers and guys that are going to control the middle of the field ever. He doesn't need to fly to the sidelines to take care of the corners because the corners are locking it down. He just got to play deep middle and that and that's all ed Reed got to do and when you got to do it that, that's when ed reed's great and steelers fans we all hate ed reed but we do acknowledge his greatness and what was he great at being that center fielder i built a defense where it was acceptable to pick ed reed because he was that center fielder and again you vote for my team the first two picks i had steelers mean joe green rod woodson and i had a third jack lambert tony may have more he has four steelers but Remember, I combined it to make to make it all work all around. And Hunter, I don't know what the hell he's thinking. Dick LeBeau, great time, all-time cornerback, but you know you, you can't you're, like you're using you're, you're being Doctor Strange trying to use the time stone and making Dick LeBeau old and young at the same time. That doesn't work, man. No, I like it. The That's only problem life. I
2: have with your team, Hunter, is is you know you got two captains of your defense, right? You got Ray and and Dig. They're going to be out there, you know, competing over who's who's calling the shots out there. That's the one downside. Otherwise, I think I, I love. I want to vote for the Dick LeBeau pick. I love it.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Tony. I will accept that. And listen, there, there's no, there's not a whole lot of coaching to be done here. You've got Lawrence Taylor and Reggie White rushing the passer. If they don't get to him, just tackle the the running back with the ball, Ray Lewis. There's nothing to this defense. It's the easiest thing ever. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, you can vote for who you think went, dear listeners. By going to the Locked on Steelers Facebook group and, and search just go and to find that, just go on Facebook, search Locked on Steelers. We'll, we'll pop up right away. Ask to join the group. I'll add you as soon as possible. I think we broke 700 uh, members recently, so that's great. But join in the group. It's a bunch of fun Steelers fans. You don't have to deal with fans of other teams. Everyone's pretty reasonable, has a good time in there. We talk every day. But you also get to do things like vote on fun group, group projects like Fantasy Draft Friday. And you get to pick between who won today. It was, it was Hunter with Lawrence Taylor, Ronnie Lott, Reggie White, Ray Lewis, and Dick LeBeau. Me with Mean Joe Green, Rod Woodson, Deion Sanders, Jack Lambert, and Ed Reed. Or Tony with Troy Polamalu, Mel Blunt, Aaron Donald, James Harrison, and Jack Ham. I, I, honestly, I'm supr- I'm proud of myself for not tripping on James Harrison because the J-H-J-H at the end there from Tony has been messing me up on the screen. Um, I, I, I thought I was going to call him Jack Harrison and James Ham, but I have not once. So good job by me there. Um, anyways, guys, we did, we did it. Phoenix Draft Friday. Thanks so much for coming back on the show. This was, uh, it's been, it's been a while since all three of us have been on together at the same time. Indeed. Uh, it's good to, it's good to do this again. Uh, we are like, like you said, though, we are
2: just counting down the days to the start of the regular season. We're less than a month away, right?
0: Yeah. Less than a month away. The the Steelers, I think they, they play the 13th or the 14th of September. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So hopefully this has been a nice, uh, you know, weekly thing that you fans can look forward to, but. Uh, where we're going to be wrapping up here in a couple weeks because we got we got real football to talk about. It's so
0: exciting. Exactly. So and, and what I've been planning is we're going to do like a Super Bowl type episode. The final episode will be the last one. And that'll be the determiner of who won fantasy draft Friday the season. Uh, but uh, but guys, uh, it's been it, it's been great. Hunter, thanks for coming back on the show. It's been it's been a minute since we had you on. Can You let people know where they can find more of what you've been up to.
1: Absolutely, dude. Thanks for having me, man. It's always a great time. These are crazy fun. I love Fantasy Draft Friday, and just these kind of pointless debates that mean nothing anyway. They're my favorite. <laughs> these are my favorite kind of debates. But you guys can find me at homistek.com. It's H-O-M-I-S-T-E-K, if my voice doesn't crack like a 13-year-old, dot com. That's homestead.com. My Twitter, Instagram, everything is on there. So just hit up the website, check me out there, and uh, follow along, guys. I really appreciate it.
0: And uh, Tony, thanks so much for coming back on. Let people know we can find more of you. Yeah,
2: you can follow me on Twitter at Steeler Country. You can find me on YouTube, AFC North Talk. It's a roundtable show where we uh, talk all things AFC North. I talk Steelers, of course. Uh, Monday we're going to be doing uh, the secondary, the, the ranking the secondary corners and safeties in the AFC North. Uh, but not, but that all that's all secrets. Chris, can I can I promote what we're doing on on Tony Tuesday next week? Am I yeah, allowed absolutely. to spoil it? Yeah. Go ahead. So I got an email, Chris, I, I got an email from the NFL shop uh, a week ago and they said our sales are hurting right now because no Steeler fan is buying jerseys right now because they are waiting with bated breath, Chris, to get our jersey power rankings finally in. <laughs> so we're doing them on Tuesday. I'm so excited. I got mine ready. Top five jersey power rankings. We're going to let you know which jerseys are most investable right now in Pittsburgh. Look for that on Tuesday. I'm so excited.
0: Uh, to, listen I told tony about this like after the last Tony Tuesday and he was giddy like he was he <laughs> was ready. so happy about this so I'm hyped so look forward to our jersey power rankings just in time for the start of padded practices at training camp so that we can get you, you can get ready for yourself to buy those jerseys um and who do you think who's the jersey that you want to buy the most well and you can see if that jersey matches up with who we're saying Um, But everyone, thanks for listening to the Locked On Steelers podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to us. We are anywhere where podcasts are hosted. Also, go check us us out on Apple Podcasts, rate us five stars, and leave a positive comment. If you do so, you will get a shout-out at the end of the show because those type of things really help us get the word out about what we're doing here uh, with the Locked On Steelers podcast. Thanks to all those who already have done that. And stay tuned because we'll be back in your ears Monday getting you ready for the first day of padded practices at Steelers training camp.